dropped. Hello everybody, um, this is another episode of Don't Feed You The Animals podcast. I am your host as always, James, and this episode is very, 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 very weird for me because I am in the room by myself. I am in my house by myself. I, it's just me today and we're going to have to deal with it because I have to put out episodes and even though my co-hosts have their own lives and things going on, it's their fault that you're going to have to just hear me just ramble and not make sense and talk by myself to myself. So we're going to just uh, sit back and relax and see how this goes because this does not feel natural. Um, so welcome back, everybody. It's been a week since we last talked to each other and it's been nice um not has not a lot has gone on for myself uh personally um basically uh just uh trying to live my life pay them bills and just do what i have to do but it's all good because last time i checked how well our podcast was doing we have now officially reached past the 500 download benchmark and i feel good we've been out for little bit over the two months and yet now we have listeners and i know people are out there um i just want to thank everybody for staying with us through the ride um it's gonna keep on going it's gonna get we're gonna just get bigger we're gonna get better we're gonna keep on providing better stuff for you with that being said um i will let you know that now i we have an official monetized by me uh email and youtube channel which is exciting because very soon people you will see the face that matches this handsome handsome voice with that being said i will list out what our new email is and with this power of you obtaining our email address you can now send direct messages and links of things that you would like to hear if you want us to give a shout out if you want us to talk about a certain topic you can talk to one of us animals at any given time with that all you have to do is type in dfta podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and uh We'll be checking it as, as as much as we can because we want to hear from you. The biggest thing, too, is that if you guys downloaded the Podbean app, it's another source to actually hear it. Because I'm not too sure on how you're listening to the podcast, whether it be Chrome, you're listening to the browser, you're listening to us on Spotify. Now, every episode that I upload from this point on will be on the YouTube channel. So um, the best way would be the podbean app because that way it's our direct source and uh basically you just type on to your uh, iphone or android or whatever you have and type in podbean download that app and then be sure to search for don't feed the animals with an apostrophe uh and don't that way you make sure that we show up and then go ahead and follow and then on top of following make sure to love our videos and then while you're at it if you have something to say you find yourself listening to us and being like hey i got something to add on to this go right ahead and send us a comment we'll get to it we'll talk to it about a show we'll give you a shout out come on be a part of what's going on here also on top of that if you are searching for our youtube channel it is don't feed the animals also with the apostrophe and it should show up you see our beautiful little logo 
designed by moi. You didn't know, if you guys didn't know, I got some artistic chops. Every now and then I like to do a little doodle, a little doodle, a little, little drawing, a little, little, little sketch. You know, it's funny. Um, when I was younger, uh, I used to draw a lot. Uh, I was big on, um, on just like I, I, putting down pencil and paper and just sketching something up. It was really fun as a, at a young age to just like put my ideas down on, you know, in writing. How, of course, being a young boy growing up in the 90s, I was hugely into comic books. So I would draw my own comic book characters and make up my own little comic book storylines and um, just do little things like that. And uh, uh, I, I, I went pretty far. Uh, I mean, I thought my talents rose to a, a certain degree of passable, especially nowadays when, you know, you have so many different types of styles that are accepted um, in the comic book world. I mean, a lot of people can just get away with, you know, just drawing almost stick figures and it being interesting. Um, my biggest problem is that I was never a writer, so I would just kind of conceptually develop some cartoon characters out of nowhere and uh, come up with like a little small backstory. And that was it because I didn't know how to write or do any story. Still don't till today if it, if it wasn't obvious. So um, basically, uh, you know, it, it got so as far as um, base, uh you know, getting my art together and getting to the point where it's like, where am I going to take this after high school? Because that's pretty much where it stopped. After I got out of high school, I pretty much stopped. There was no reason to sit in class and doodle during, you know, while I'm supposed to be doing algebra or learning about different science, chemistry. Nope, nope, no formulas in here, teacher. Just drawings of this character that I made up. Yes, that is a deformed head with robot parts coming out of it. That's right. But I did take it to that far. But uh, basically what ended up happening is um, I think I was uh, I'm trying to think it's it's like a bunch of different art schools met up in this one like hotel or little spot or building. And, and you basically, you know, brought your portfolio and I brought a bunch of doodles. But that's the problem. I just doodled. I never really took it anywhere. And even like art class, I was just like, eh, I'm not going to focus all my energy into you know, learning your way of how to draw when I have my own way. I was very like individualistic on that point. Um, but with that being said, all I ended up having was just conceptual character art with no background and no like background drawing and no fleshy thing. They were literally floating in the air. They were never put in their spot. And basically the only thing is, is you just look at the character and that was it. And that's all I ever drew. <laughs> So I bring my portfolio. Meanwhile, people are bringing giant, giant, like huge folders full of shit paintings, uh, color work, colored pencils, charcoal, you know, uh, clay art. You know, they brought everything. And meanwhile, I'm here with like a notebook and I'm there and I'm with, you know, my, my family, my, my mother, at least. And, um, you know, they just have all the different art schools sitting out and they're just kind of want to see your stuff. And I show them one guy my stuff and he's looking at me critique me hard he was just like um yeah i mean when you finish any of these drawings i mean they sure it'd be interesting and like kind of like that meanwhile i'm just like oh like there's nothing there you don't see it you don't see anything in me you know like you don't see any potential there's, i mean like it's it just felt like shit like i felt like garbage i was like you know what i don't think i want to draw anymore especially if it, that's what it ends up being if it ends up being I have to do it for somebody else, I'm like, nah. I mean, what what are we doing things for? You know, you're going to use my talent, then I won't like it anymore. You know, 
I won't like it anymore. When I do it, I still draw to this day, very occasionally from time to time. I try to use it on, you know, obviously like, um, you know, conceptual stuff, stuff for the podcast or anything. But sometimes it's just like, it's not, it's not really something I do as much anymore. But, you know, <coughs> excuse me. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, what I, uh, was, uh, also a benefit of following us on the YouTube channel when it starts coming out, because then that's a whole other skill that I have to learn is video editing. I mean, I, I learned how to edit audio, you know, doing this podcast and, you know, hopefully I'm doing a good enough job, you know, with the little that I learned that you guys can enjoy the podcast and the music in the background and, you know, and the, and the intros and the outros and just, you know, how it's put together. But, um, with this YouTube stuff, man, it's going to be crazy. We're going to have to really show up, you know, and just put out some stuff and hopefully you like it. Um, that will be coming soon. It will be shortly after Birdo's birthday, um, where I will remind you again that he is going to do a spicy wing challenge. I think the name of the spicy wing is called Ghost Face Killer. Shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, it's going to be interesting definitely definitely interesting uh also the plan after that at some point is that i like me and my cousin will be attending like i said in the last podcast ceo the uh, fighting game tournament in daytona and which i will plan on documenting that through video format also on top of that hopefully uh recording a podcast at some point showing uh you know just how we feel about the event so far which will be exciting. And plus, we haven't heard from John in a while. And I'm sure he's got some new stuff that he likes to talk about, which is fun and exciting. Because, I don't know, I think I think my cousin's a character. So, you know, I think he's fun to listen to. But, yeah. So, when that happens, enjoy it. And watch it. Like it. Subscribe it. Do all the things that you do. And uh, show us some support. We're still growing. I want to get to a point where I'm just like, do the thing. Do the thing that you do. You know, I don't have to keep on promoting it. When I get to that moment, that's going to be great. Where I'm just like, you know, we're good. We're good. I can rest. I can tell people just instead of telling them to like and love and smash, smash that like button and do all this. I just want to get to a point where I'm like, you guys already know. You already know. Do it. That's it. And that's it. We'll move on from there. No, no more. No more of this shit. I just want to get to a point where I'm comfortable, where I'm here sitting, sitting down telling you guys about my day wondering about how your day is getting everybody to get to know each other get interesting people talk to them just basically enjoy my life with you and it'd be beautiful i'm just just saying moving on um so as usual things the format's not changed we're gonna do a video roundup um this time because it's nothing you know i can't really surprise myself with a random video without me scrolling through stuff for a while um I'm going to go ahead and play uh, the new scary stories to tell in the dark trailer. Um, for those who don't know, um, I've already seen the trailer, but I'm going to watch it again with you guys. We're going to watch it together. And now remember, peoples, when you now go on to the Don't Feed the Animals YouTube channel, make sure you go to the liked videos section. And now you will see all the videos that we talk about on the podcast. It will be in a nice little like section. So, without further ado, I am going to play Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark trailer and react to it. Alright, so first things first. Boy, oh boy, straight from the book. Anybody remembers, this is based on one of those books like I read in elementary school. They would have these books 
kind of like 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 they would our teachers would read this shit to us like nowadays i don't think so because one of the things that stands out the most about this but these books i think there was three of them uh three parts literally short stories like short stories like one page long big font huge paragraph and that's how these stories were told and they were very simple easy easily paced and then you moved on and they always had attached to that story a fucking wild artwork like black and white sketch but like every stroke of the sketch like the sketch lines and the pencil lines is just so creepy and detailed and 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 just gross or wild and it was very very interesting um yeah it, and and looking just at the the scarecrow in this in this beginning shot of this trailer is just like yeah that's uh that's it that's uh we're looking at it we're looking at uh the book come to life but it's interesting because again the book this is a movie based on the book but the book is just nothing but short stories so is it just going to be like a tales from the crypt or a uh, uh uh shit why is it creep show creep show where it's just a little like you know they're going to try to flesh out these little short stories but it doesn't look like that because it shows these kids finding a book so that makes me wonder okay she just said that the the stories become real huh that that's a little cliche that's that's been in so many uh scary movies is like the kids that want to go visit a haunted house like i don't know i know realistically i would never fucking be like yeah let's go into a house that's abandoned and it's halloween they're all dressed up like in halloween costumes so or no one kid is weird so i think this is a unique concept though um is them having the stories that they're that are being told come to life ew this is really gross but it's cool because if you're a fan of these old scary stories too, they're just like redoing it and like they're coming real and happening to these kids that found the book. I think it's a cool concept. Um, it just brings me back because I, I always appreciated this uh, this book and this uh, art style. And not only that, uh, Guillermo del Toro does it so you know he always puts out some good shit. Definitely going to give it a good watch. Don't know if it's in theater, but definitely watching it yikes yeah there you have it scary stories to tell in the dark i'm down i'm down haven't seen a good scary movie in a while but i haven't really went out of my way to see scary movies in a long time um but yeah interesting interesting concept um so what else did i want to talk about okay other movie things going on uh so now uh if i'm not mistaken what i've heard is um robert patterson of twilight fame Robert Patterson of that one movie in the Harry Potter series and everybody loved him. Robert Patterson in whatever else he did because I don't I ain't following the guy. I don't really care. But I don't dislike him. Mr. Robert Patterson, I think has signed on to be the Cape Crusader himself, the Dark Knight and the new Batman movie, which is very very interesting. Now, cuz Ben's done. Ben's been done. Uh I mean, you heard on and off, on again, off again. I'm directing it and starring in it. Nah, I'm just starring in it. Nah, fuck it. Fuck you, DC. I'm not doing it anymore. That's that's the storyline of uh, the Ben Affleck Batman. Unfortunately, 
I have not seen any of Ben Affleck's performance as Batman other than what I've seen in the trailers because I did not see Batman v Superman and I did not see Justice League. So I don't really, I'm probably not going to go on my way to go see it because all I hear is that it bombed. And when I looked the little bit I looked at, I'm like, yeah. Now, was I mad that he was uh, Batman? Absolutely not. I, I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. I know a lot of people were not a fan of the type of Batman he was, but it was mixed. It was a mixed bag. It was the same feelings of like uh, Jared, Le Jared Leto being Joker, where, you know, a lot of people hated it. Look at this. It looks like the dude ran into a hot topic and exploded and then Joker came out. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't mad at it. I, I did see Suicide Squad, so I did see that Joker and that movie wasn't that great. But his Joker wasn't bad. It was a type of jerk Joker. So with that being said, I'm sure that Ben Affleck's Batman was not bad. It was a type of Batman. Um, so we don't know. I, just looking at Robert Patterson. I mean, I, I don't know. I know he can act because he's an actor. It's his job. I mean, to be honest with you, Batman's not even that interesting of a character. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. People are going to get at me now. They're going to get at me because I don't think Batman's that interesting I know I'm, I know I'm of the minority, but I feel like I'm of the strong argument of why Batman isn't that interesting. So what drives Batman and makes him interesting? Well, let's see. He witnessed his parents' death right in front of him. He was a rich boy who lost it all. Wait, no, he didn't. He still had his riches. He still had his butler. He still had plenty of things to keep him going, but no, his love for his parents at the tender age of i don't know i think it was eight seven eight nine i don't know fucking i don't i don't know that hard it probably changes every time maybe he was 10 maybe he was 11 i don't know but his tender age of not being with his parents anymore and now having a stack a mansion a cars and a butler what's up what's the problem i mean he could be like this is Mac macaulay culkin's dream in home alone my parents are gone forever. Remember? Remember in Home Alone 1? He sat back and he looked up and he's like, I just want to, you know, I just want to be alone. I'm good. And what happened? Why didn't that happen? Oh, because he loved his parents. I get it. So did, so did, so did Kevin. Kevin McAllister loved his parents in Home Alone. But he at least had a scene where he's jumping up and down on the bed and be like, no one can tell me what to do. No one can tell me what to do. Eating popcorn. Doing, watching scary scary you know gangster movies in the middle of the night keep the change you filthy animal kevin McAllister took on villains at a young age he didn't have to train and wait till he was a, a young adult to take on anybody like bruce wayne did kevin McAllister already he already had a plan he didn't need a bat cave or a butler kevin McAllister's like hold up i gotta protect my domain i worked hard i wished my folks away like they were gone and he was, he didn't even call them. You notice that? Like he, they, the parents left and at no point did Kevin go, well, I know where they are because we were going to go there. And he was smart enough to booby trap his out, but not smart enough to think that he's not smart enough to go and call up a phone number to say, hey, you guys left without me. I'm home. I'm okay. Kevin McAllister was smart enough. He just didn't. He didn't give a fuck about where his family was at all. Because he's like, I'm home. I'm here, bitch. I'm fucking going straight to Buzz's box of tricks. And I'm having a field day. Buzz, your girlfriend, 
wolf. And then he's fucking with the trench. I mean, come on. He was living life. He's going to get fucking toothbrush robbed. I mean, come on, Bruce Wayne. Come on, Bruce Wayne. You didn't do any of that. You cried. You cried. I mean, maybe that was the difference. Kevin wished them away in his head. Granted, I know the ending of the movie where he really missed his parents. But, you know, the speak spooky old guy or whatever. But the spooky old guy turned out to be cool and he ended up saving him. So at the end of the day, he was fine. You know, maybe the tra trauma of seeing his his parents killed in front of him in extreme violence is what made Bruce Wayne a bitch or soft. But again, he was rich in a butler. Most people take that shit on the chin and go, well, you know what? I think I'm going to make it through. But not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne says to himself, I'm going to be a motherfucking ninja man. <laughs> and I'm going to fix this town. I'm going to go train for years and years and live a hardened lifestyle. All because my parents got killed. And then he gives himself rules. He gives himself shit that they write in for Superman. Superman. Superman can fly, right? Superman. This is this is crazy part. Superman can fly. Superman can blow cold breath. Superman can um, shoot lasers with his eyeballs. Superman is bulletproof. Superman is also an alien. So Superman is too good in the in the video game uh, terms. We, we could, it's safe to say that Superman was OP overpowered so the writers had to do something weird with superman which dc does a lot and it's weird let's give him a weakness we're gonna make superman weak to this weird fucking rock they probably had a periodic table of elements and be like there's a lot of stuff we don't even know about let's click on let's let's point at that one krypton kryptonite and that's what he's gonna be he's from krypton but he's he's weak to kryptonite it makes him it glows green and he gets all he gets like diarrhea and shit it gets all fucking uh, uh, kryptonite uh, fucking bullets bounce off of him he can go into space he can fucking fly around he could fucking change time and 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 go so quick and but this little green rock fucks him up but the writers had to do that because he's too good they're like oh man shit we made him too good so we need like a MacGuffin to like make him to give excuse to like be better than superman even though he's the best so now let's flip, flip, flip back to Batman. Batman has no powers at all. His only power is that he's rich as fuck, which is a good power. Look at Iron Man. Look how he took advantage of that. I'm not going to even give you parallels between Iron Man and, and Batman. Not, we're not going there. I'm just going to tell you what's up with Batman. So Batman, rich as fuck. That's it. And he's going to learn how to fight and all this other shit. That's another thing too. Like I'm going to learn how to fight. Like later on, like later renditions of Batman, they give him like power suits and armor suits and shit like that. Where, but where Tony Stark was like, I'm just a regular guy. I don't even have a fucking good ticker in me. It, look at this fucking, this thing that's keeping the shrapnel from fucking destroying me. I made that. I'm, I'm smart. I'm smart. Bruce is smart too. But Iron Man's smarter. Like he's like, I want to fight crime, but I don't want to train. I'm not going to train. I'm going to build something that does all the work for me, more or less. Makes, enhances my body in a way where I'm under a suit of armor and I'll be safe. Not Batman. Not Batman. Batman's like, I'm going to be, he, I don't know what happened when he got, his parents got killed, but he just, whatever happened didn't make sense. The fact that he couldn't get over it, the fact that 
he is just dwelling and 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 just i'm gonna be a ninja man and i'm gonna fight crime so getting back to the kryptonite thing real quick so superman had kryptonite right that's what stopped that's what stops superman because he's too good he's too good batman he's just a regular guy so he's not really that good but they make him really smart and they make him like detective levels where he could figure out you know a crime and have a solution for everything batman's weak they give batman a weakness yes i'm gonna say it it's a weakness they give batman the weakness of not wanting to use guns not wanting to use projectiles that would be an extreme advantage for a regular guy and he's like i don't want to use guns because guns killed my parents no guns didn't kill your parents bruce joe chill killed your fucking parents the guy who shot your parents killed your parents but he's in a war against guns he's like fuck it not i'm not we're not we're not shooting we're not i'm not gonna shoot nobody i'm not gonna kill anybody bruce come on there's gotta be collateral damage i'm sorry kevin McAllister didn't give a fuck you're invading my house i'm gonna blow torch your fucking head you're invading my house i'm gonna have you fucking step on ornaments and throw bricks at you bitch it's just that he didn't know that he was going against marv and harry and he didn't know that they had superpowers of not being able to die and being hilarious at it bruce what is your problem why are you giving yourself why are you making it hard for yourself so that's the thing now so now now but, but batman's the most beloved hero in comics i have like hands down probably i'm it, there's really very little few room for error i mean he's not he's not perfect there's been silly shit with him but he's loved either way but i think him being a scrub when it comes to making things hard for himself and just being crazy he's crazy his parents died he, he you know how many people you know how how much therapy it takes probably to get over your parents death at that young of an age when you're fucking rich i said i say like two years but what <laughs> What do I know? But anyway, Robert Patterson, Batman, I'm okay with it. He's got a good jawline. We'll go with it. Just, just to get a, go Google a picture of Robert Patterson, put your hands above his eyes and nose, and you're like, there you go, Batman. They had other people in mind when they were recasting uh, uh, Batman. That they were thinking about um, Nicholas Holt, uh, who is uh, the cat who plays Beast in the newer uh, X-Men movies. I don't think that would have been a bad one. Um, one I thought would have been interesting, but I think that they're obviously with their decisions of going with Robert Patterson uh, was John Hamm from Madman fame, which I thought it would have been, I would have been pretty solid too. I mean, I definitely think that he would make a, a good Batman. Uh, but yeah, I think that, um, that uh, they were going for a younger look. So they probably went for Robert Patterson. It makes sense. It makes sense you know um but yeah i digress so for those who don't know i'm i'm an avid uh mixed martial arts fan and what it doesn't it's not limited to or stops at uh ufc it i mean i'm 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 pretty open to branching off into other fighting sports and and, and combat sports in general um I don't really watch boxing that much anymore, but I do have my ear on the ground when it comes to certain boxing uh, 
matches and events. You know, the last real one I saw was a couple couple months back with uh, Tyson Fury versus uh, Deontay Wilder, which was a fantastic, fantastic, superb fighting. Like like twelve rounds of like it was a Rocky movie. It was a Rocky movie. But um, t- dare I say there 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 was another boxing event that happened that uh i was like no this is the storytelling of this sport is getting me back in so there was a championship fight that happened let's see and it is anthony joshua versus andy ruiz right okay so anthony ruiz if you look at him and i would tell you that he is a heavyweight boxer it would make sense that he is a heavyweight because he is soft around the edges dare i say he is a short stumpy heavier not disgustingly out of shape he's not out of shape he's not like he's just his body is just not what you would expect uh for a professional boxer um so but then you then you have anthony joshua who is an adonis assume a champion would look like because he's built crazy you know like he's and he's good he's fantastic um anyway i'm not gonna stay forever try to be on this uh, topic but what ends up happening is that uh they have andy ruiz jr goes against um anthony joshua for the wba and the wbo and the ibf war titles um <laughs> you just expected the uh what you expect a demolishing uh that uh anthony joshua would just tear up andy because it's like because that's just, you know you almost thought it, andy ruiz jr looked like a softball in more ways than one like a softball pitch and they just was like let's go i mean because the odds were crazy uh like 11 to 1 which is insane odds and i think in the third round joshua Boom, if I'm not mistaken, knocked him down, Ruiz down. You're just like, this is just a taste of things to come. It's just, this is exactly what I expect to see. I see this well-shaped Adonis of a man with his long-ass arms and his 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 fighting record and his and his perfect, you know, strategy and technique running through this Mexican. One, two, three. Easy. But no. He gets knocked down. And dare I say that Andy wins that round. Yeah, I said Andy, not Anthony. He gets up and beats the shit out of Anthony Joshua. He did something that I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's happening here? And he basically pummeled Anthony Joshua. He was so aggressive, so fast, so talented. It was the greatest thing ever. Long story short, seventh round, we have a fucking champion and that's andy ruiz jr fat boy city and boy oh boy let me tell you something there's a lot of fat people that are happy that this guy won i'm one of them i love it i absolutely love it i'm tired of just the typical well this guy's in shape this guy's not that that shit's gotta stop it's what you have inside not the hamburger that you just ate but what's inside like your heart and boy oh boy the Andy show heart and he knocked he knocked Anthony Joshua down not once not twice but thrice 
cause and then boom 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 done tko finish that is a story and a half if just look at those highlights and just be impressed oh uh, you know what i'll i'll find a really good highlight video it's gonna be liked on the channel another reason to stop by don't feed the animals podcast granted none of it's our contact content but hell it's nice to know nice to know that you guys are watching what i'm watching but yeah that is a that is a triumph story and uh i can't wait to see andy fight next um i think they're gonna give him deontay that is scary because uh holy shit you know that man can punch but anyways boring the non-boxing thing moving on uh so galaxy's edge opened in disneyland and uh that's awesome i'm I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I'm going to give you, I'm going to let you animals in on a little secret. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. No, believe it or not. It's not that I, I've seen all the movies. The only one I probably haven't seen is Solo, but I heard that's okay. But I saw the prequels, you know, the originals, and then the latest ones thus far. And I am planning on seeing, um, uh, the, the latest one come come out this uh this december i believe uh but yeah galaxy's edge it's a it's a star wars themed part of disney and it is i've seen videos of it um when it opens up here in orlando uh i of course plan on going uh even though i won't be able to do anything because it'll probably be packed through the wazoo but i got to see a bunch of you know different youtubers and people uh go around and give like you know reviews and synopsis of the at least one of the rides and um you know all the things the merch because that's of course that's where disney's gonna make all his money is through that overpriced merch but here's the thing so uh as a star wars i'm not a fan so i'm like an appreciator of star wars like i and it's not even it doesn't even stop at the at there like i will i'll buy something of star i'll have like a star wars merch like i'll buy a lightsaber i'll buy a little star wars trinket so anyways what they have there it's pretty amazing uh you you could build your own droid uh it's basically in a you can go and droid depot and uh pick which type of droid you like to make uh, you have a choice between like an R2 unit or a BB unit if you like the little the newer movies. And uh, once you decide on which unit you're going to be uh, building, they have a little you they give you a tray, a corresponding tray to let, let you know what parts you need to pick up because they walk you over to a conveyor belt, a literal conveyor belt with different parts and pieces that are scrolling along by, which is awesome aesthetically. And then you pick which pieces uh, of droid that you want color-wise and uh, you put it in your basket and then you walk on over to your droid building station and you go and piece together your droid piece by piece. Um, after you piece together the droid piece by piece, uh, you put it into this box and then there's like an activation and then basically boom, your droid is made it's yours for the low low price of a hundred dollars from what i've seen it's worth it though i mean you're in a theme park you can't go to disney and not expect things to be inflated so even with the inflation price um it moves it it it, it makes noise it interacts with the theme park itself because it's got bluetooth and 
it can figure out when you you know you're at a certain part and it has like emotions and talks to other droids so that's cool that's neat moving on to the uh the other things that they have there you can buy yourself a little pet beast you like that little that little weird puppet that's next to java in return of the jedi yeah you can buy him yeah i'm sitting right on your shoulder and enjoy it so anyways what is a beast yeah so you can get like a little mini wampa you can get a little like a little, probably a little porg i think they're called porgs i don't know see there you go there's my casualness of the um star wars fandom um and you can get those and those are adorable too uh and they move their heads and they do like little gimmicky stuff but it's cute and it's interactable it's star wars and then you have the ride now i saw the video of uh the one, the one ride and it was really really interesting um basically it's a six person ride and you basically go onto the millennium falcon you have two pilots two uh gunners and two engineers each with their own task that affects what you do in the in the in the ride because you are literally riding the millennium falcon and driving it around that's awesome that's cool i mean i'm not again not a cash cash star fan and i think that i'm down to do that for sure see i wish Sperto was on this episode because i would be able to ask him because he's like i guess the resident star wars fan i mean i would hope so because of all the fucking star wars toys that's in his house but um i would definitely ask him on how his thoughts and feelings about most of this stuff i might bring it up again because i'm pretty sure he knows about all this already um <laughs> you can build your own lightsaber there for the low low price of 200 dollars. now again it's an experience now i've been to and this is a poor example but it's an example that's i guess like this isn't universal though i've been to i think it's called ollivanders and again not a casual harry potter fan also um where they you pick out your wand and it's a cute little thing like you go inside this little you know this little house and you know they start talking about the different types of wands and different cores and all that other stuff and you know there's a little part where it's just really thematic and interactive it's sweet um and then you get to basically pick your wand when you're done uh this one if you get an idea i feel like this is the most role-playing area of disney uh in the sense that everybody there is like they're acting like they are actually a part of star wars you know the, the, the workers there the cast members and uh they really like are into it so basically everybody's role-playing when you're at star wars land and then they're like okay uh you know like you're gonna build a lightsaber in this part but they they have to act like it's not we're not building a lightsaber because it's all undercover because the new order's walking around so you want them to know that they're fucking lightsaber people makers in in the place and it's all cool like that and you build your own experience you pick your, your crystal so what light you know the lightsaber will be and and then you just pick the design of your lightsaber it's rad i mean it's cool i mean it's expensive but it's it's the experience and if you're a star wars fan i feel like this they're doing everything that they can to make it so in engaging and and, and you feel like really in the magic of, of being a part of something that you're a fan of so i think that's that's worth it so you know but that comes a but there's been news out recently I think somebody sent out a tweet or something of, a, of a, somebody who was visiting uh, Galaxy's Edge and they go, they were talking about kids and stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. They were talking about 
Okay, so uh, the cast member was saying something and they referred to children as kids or child or children or whatever. And the guest was like, ha ha ha, you mean younglings because that's what, you know, because that's in the movies. In the movies they called, uh, you know, the children younglings. But the cast member said, no, we cannot call them that. And they gave an explanation why. The explanation is, in this fantasy movie the sci-fi fake made-up movie there's a one part where younglings is referred and that is in episode three when they refer to killing younglings where anakin skywalker decides to take all his angers and emo emotions and just kill the younglings and uh so because younglings children and that's what they're called. The only time in the movie that's ever been said the word younglings was killing younglings in front of it. Disney decides, oh no, we can't, we can't relate that. We can't say that word. We can't call kids younglings. Because the only time younglings was ever mentioned in the Star Wars series was killing those younglings. So it's going to relate too much to killing your like if they call your kid a youngling it's like <gasps> it's like you know it reminds me of when anakin killed the babies the kids um yeah i think that's too far and what i mean by too far i mean it's digging too deep of having our world of sensitivity dive in and uh taint the world of star wars who fucking cares if you call them younglings you can ban a fake word from a fake movie from a fake thing that fake happened yeah because if, if a cast member calls my kid a youngling i'm gonna be like are you trying to kill my kid right now i don't appreciate that the only time that they ever referred to younglings or kids as younglings is killing them just letting you know Psh, jerk no who cares it's a fake movie it, it didn't really happen so what are we doing can't have the cast members say younglings now is our social justice warrior leaking into the galaxy? I hope not. I really hope not. It's bad. I mean, what are we doing? Like, what the fuck are we doing? I don't know. I feel like there's nowhere to be. There's nowhere safe. Younglings. Dude, we don't say that here anymore. We don't say that here at all. Like, that's a lot of thought, though. I give them credit for digging deep. But fuck me. It's fake. It's not even real. It's not a real thing. Younglings did not really get killed. He didn't call them younglings because that refers to dead children. Younglings is what they are and killing them is what happened. But younglings doesn't mean that they killed, that, that they're dead children. So preventing your cast members who have a hard enough job to come up with unique ways of being engaging and in inviting and, and, uh, break down the barrier and, and, and make you try to release, you know, your eyes of fantasy and make you feel like you're there. Like you're really in, in uh, fuck, I forgot the name of the, I feel want to say it's called Tarpon, oh, Black Spire Outpost. That's what it's called. I don't know what I was thinking the other thing. But yeah, make them feel like they're really a part of somewhere in, in a galaxy far, far away. Let's, let's be like, you know, we can't, we can't, but it's like, why can't you? Oh, because in the movie, like in the movie, it's supposed to be real. What do you mean in the movie? What movie? Star Wars? They they do such good theming that you don't see Star Wars anywhere in fucking Black, uh, Black Spire Outpost in Galaxy's Edge. There isn't Star Wars any. When you're there, you don't see things say Star Wars, which is cool. 
because it makes they want you really like put you in the in the magic so why aren't we saying younglings right doesn't make any sense and i think it needs to stop i'm bringing it back i'm the first thing i'm gonna do is be like look at all these younglings i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it and if my cast member says it i'm like good keep on saying it it's not a real thing the kid youngling killings didn't really happen so let's stop star wars is a fucked up movie when you think about it they go killing people and shit killing kids what a fucked up movie shit i remember when anakin killed those fucking tuscan raiders or fucking sand people <laughs> and it gets fucked and it was way fucked before he was darth vader what did he kill he killed obi-wan the old man big deal it's all white and a whole planet but still different different times it's a long time ago far far away anyways guys i loved this episode um but i hope you did too um keep in mind please send me an email put a like or comment on my youtube channel do something do something to show me that you really care because i care about you guys a lot and i can't wait to interact and see you know what you guys feel i need the feedback i i need it it's weird it's like i can't just do it and just feel like i'm great at it you know i can't just sit here and be like Psh, I'm going to turn this mic on and just shit out fucking words from my mouth and you guys are going to love it. I know I got to I got to I got to hear how much you hate it sometimes. No, I know it's fine. I want to hear, if, you know, if, if what we're doing here is is good and to your liking. I want to mold ourselves. I mean, we're still going to give ourselves to you. But I, you know, I want to know how you guys are vibing off of us. So with that being said, do yourselves a favor. Follow those signs. They're all around you. And always remember, don't feed the animals. Yeah. Mm. Don't feed the animals. Signs all around. We talk a lot of junk. Yeah, you vibing with us now. Build something from the ground up. Yeah, we like to clown, talk about some real stuff, yeah, something profound. It's a pleasure that you're hearing us, wouldn't mess around. It's a topic of discussion worth talking that we bust and put a nail in the coffin. If you love it, then you love it. If you don't, don't mean nothing, still bring it to the public. Uh, yeah, don't feed the animals, put them in a cage, they couldn't handle truth. We gonna bust out the gate like some cannibals. Same face, same channel, messing with the tune A bunch of idiots, stuck in one room Can't take us serious, you love what we feeding you I'm with the show, yeah proceed with the interview Local celebrities, that's toy from your cereal